The following is a conversation with Johnny Trin, who graduated from Northwestern a year ago with degrees in math and econ. He's currently pursuing a master's in computer science while also working in environmental consulting for Drawbridge Solutions. In this episode, we discuss refining time management skills, learning from mistakes, embracing uncertainty, and more. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Well, Johnny, thank you for coming on the podcast. I appreciate it. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm good. Thanks for having me. How are you? Doing well. Um, I think it would be helpful just first if we could dive into your background a little bit. Um, you know, what led you to where you are today? Yeah, uh, so I'm from Vietnam. So I, out of all the schools I visited when I was applying to college, Northwestern was my favorite, um, in large part just because of how pretty everything is, uh, when it's pretty, you know, the Chicago weather. So, and then um, I guess next step, you know, like how I navigated Northwestern, my dad working in finance and he's the CEO of a bank. So obviously he encouraged me to take as much of a finance path as possible. So I doubled majored in math and econ. I did the Kellogg certificate. And then um, all of my internships during my undergrad is a bunch of different finance internships at investment banks, hedge funds, and the like. And then, off of that, I never really, um, I, I enjoyed greatly a bunch of my experiences, but I kept looking for, you know, the bigger guys. Um, I kept applying to the top ones. And to be honest, I wasn't too successful um, getting the positions that I wanted. So, and then COVID hit as well. So I thought it was a great opportunity to add in a master's in comp side too. So that was something that I kept shying away from having the technical knowledge to understand some of the details of the different like developments in different industries. So I pursued the master's um, over COVID and then where I am now, I'm at Drawbridge Solutions. So it's a, my work is a combination of all of my majors and my master's. So um, I take care of some of the financial projections for our different initiatives. I do uh, some of the day-to-day consulting work and I also um, you know, help the team push on the R&D side, too. So we're really big on tech. So um, that's the long story short, you know, of where all the way from, like, you know, coming from Vietnam to where I am at today. That's awesome. And some of those internships you talked about were not only during the summers, but also during the school year. Is that right? Um, yeah, that's correct. So uh, during I did CFS three, for three quarters and two times. So the first two quarters, I that was where I interned at a hedge fund in downtown Chicago, and then um, I did the winter CFS, um, winter 2021, which is uh, with Drawbridge Solutions. So they extended me an offer to join the team part time and then on to full time uh, as after I graduate. So that's where I am at now too. And so you double majored in three years at Northwestern, added the Kellogg certificate, which is no joke, uh, you know, interned multiple times, doing your CS master's now and working on top of that. Um, Could you just talk a little bit about time management and what you've learned at doing all these different things? Yeah, sure. So for time management, um, for my strategy and to be fair, looking back, it isn't the best one. It, It is to kind of take the best opportunities available. And that's, you know, taking all the hardest classes, um, 
trying to join as many clubs and get as many internships as possible, and then worrying about time management later. And it turns out to be extremely difficult, extreme, uh, especially in you know maybe freshman and sophomore and a little bit of junior year, where um, all the classes are very hard. And I felt like I was just doing homework instead of focusing on the learning part and so that was the challenge at first time management just trying to stay afloat but then later on it was much different with you know combining my masters with drawbridge that became i i'd say like three to five times more challenging and crazier but i enjoyed it a lot more because i learned how to prioritize so when i see a class that is challenging but i really want to take it anyways and maintaining my full-time um, course load at Northwestern, then I have to, I know that I have to balance it with other classes. And then I looked around, you know, there's opportunities for graduate seminars that are relatively easier on the workload side, but you learn just an incredible amount. People are super passionate and things like that. So there are opportunities at Northwestern like that where you don't have to give up the learning. Um, but still, you know, be able to manage your time with workload and things like that. So that efficiency, that that's what I learned a lot. Absolutely. And uh, just diving in a little bit deeper into uh, the time management, do you have any advice more generally for people who might be looking to take on a large workload or doing multiple things at once and kind of not sure how to manage those things? Uh, yeah, sure. So, um, I mean, the realistic answer is you have to choose your battles very carefully, especially at a school like Northwestern, where there's not a loom, uh, there's not a lot of room for mistake, and you know, not a lot of room for a bad quarter. Then you have to choose your battles. So, when you are taking on an interesting project or you know, very challenging course load, make sure that you're able to handle it first before taking uh, you know very challenging classes and when you want to stay out of your comfort zone make it so provide yourself an environment where you can fail so the challenge can be in let's say all of the northwestern so uh, let's say let's take a finance career and you know my econ math level majors an as an example the challenge can be to do your best outside of classes to join these very you know challenging clubs and you know rise through the different seniority ranks of the clubs as fast as possible and that's where you can fail but you know things like your gpa doesn't get affected you can slow down if you ever need to but it's also on you to kind of like move yourself along as as fast as you can and what's your perspective on making mistakes along the way because um you know, I agree that in Northwestern, it feels like there's not a lot of room to make mistakes sometimes. But at the same time, I know that some of the mistakes I've made have been the most valuable teaching moments for me. So I'd just be curious to hear your thoughts on that. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, similar to the time management question, um, particularly when I was figuring things out, um, sophomore year, junior year, and then um, a lot of it freshman year too, then um, I just kind of learned uh, that mistakes is such an integral part of your growth. And like you said, making mistakes um, helps you learn more than, uh, you know, having successes. Because, you know, when, when, you're, when you're successful, uh, you tend to, you know, celebrate a lot of the times. And I try to avoid this as much as possible. Like, you know, you, you get complacent, too, so you're, so you're not actually learning. So that being said... Um, 
once again, finding as many environments as possible where you are able to make mistakes and push yourself out of your comfort zone in those environments, you know, um, set, setting different boundaries, choosing different challenges that let you make those mistakes and try to, and this is actually maybe the most important part, have the mindset so that you enjoy making mistakes, um, not in the, I, I tend to screw up sense, but you know, that what, whichever mistake you make, take that in stride and be positive about it. Yeah, couldn't agree more. And then on the flip side, when you do succeed, I know you talked about not getting complacent, but do you think there's a uh, room for celebration and having fun along the way? Or how do you kind of uh, balance that in your mind? Uh, yeah, I mean, um, <laughs> if that hasn't come off, um, I, I, yeah. I love to have a lot of fun along the way. Uh, for when you're successful, um, I guess the best way to not be complacent, but to enjoy it too, is to um, to put it very cheesily, be um, be very addicted to the next challenge. So when you're successful, let's say taking an, once in, again an example, finance. When you have a successful year in managing your own personal portfolio, even as a student, then you should be addicted to making the next year even more successful than this one. So um, it's things like that. So, you know, just finding the new challenge and join the, uh, the new setup, um, learn where you are successful and where and how to like leverage that even more. While once again, you know, balancing that with, you know, make your your upcoming mistakes as well. So once again, be mindful of that. Right. And on the theme of sort of thinking towards the next challenge, always working to the future, for you as someone who's done the CFS program and interned multiple times during college, how do you think about balancing sort of your future aspirations and working towards positioning yourself well for the future, but then also, you know, at the same time trying to fully immerse yourself in school and at Northwestern? Um, how do you think about the future versus present sort of dilemma almost? Um, yeah, a good, good question. I, I, I think about this and sometimes I have to reshuffle uh, priorities, you know, past versus present a lot too. Uh, I guess how I'm currently managing it, it's always, you know, to choose the opportunities out there that take, take, take care of you very well in the present. So you enjoy the work, you enjoy the challenge that you're doing, but these opportunities, you, you're mindful and you're actually on the lookout for how they can improve, uh, your future career as well. So, um, drawbridge, I'm very, very lucky to finally find it as one of those examples. So I know that the work I'm currently doing is very challenging um, and also very enjoyable, but uh, whatever I get out of drawbridge, um, it's already been applicable in uh, many different other aspects of my life. And, you know, what, whether or not or however long I stay at drawbridge, I, I don't even know yet. So that's an example of being in the moment, I guess, um, good or bad, I don't know. But um, I know that wherever I'll head, maybe after drawbridge or following drawbridge with drawbridge, for example, then um, it's it's so incredibly beneficial that I have the drawbridge experience, for example. So that's an example of where things worked out very well and is currently working out very well. Yeah. And when you say, you know, you don't even know necessarily how long you'll be in your current role, is that something that you sort of embrace and enjoy, or is the uncertainty something that you actually are trying to actively, you know, work away from? 
Yeah, um, so I can, uh, I, I guess to kind of answer that, that's actually a harder question. I haven't given it much thought. Um, so for drawbridge, for how I think of it is currently it is my best possible opportunity. So I'm stepping up and getting new responsibilities very quick. Sometimes it's circumstantial. So no one else um, in, in, in our very small and focused team is as qualified as me, for example. So I, I have a lot of financial background what, versus let's say other members of the team, um, more, their expertise is on our environmental consulting business. So those are two different mindsets. Um, so currently, you know, because I stepped through so many responsibilities in the startup, um, I think this is my current best opportunity, but, um, you know, the uncertainty of it is, you know, um, I, I don't know what the future holds um, personally, not just with Drawbridge, but uh, with Life2. So um, how I do it is, you know, sometimes I just sit back and walk through like everything I'm managing. So how's my career doing? What's the potential risk? Um, I'm an international student. So, you know, to those international folks out there listening, um, you know, how can my immigration process be affected? What's the risk there? Um, you just go through it one by one by one. Um, then I, I'm a, I think I like, you know, not as part of it as a career, but also as a person, I'm an investor too. So, you know, where, where is the risk in your portfolio? Where's the opportunity? How do you adjust accordingly? Uh, you kind of just do that like again and again until you basically retire. So that, that's how I'm currently doing it. Right. And uh, one of the things you talked about was the responsibilities you have uh, in your current role or how much responsibility you have. So I was wondering, what might you say to someone who's considering either joining or interning for a company, a large company versus maybe more of a startup thinking about the trade off between, you know, structure and responsibility? Um, yeah. So uh, for the large company, you have the advantage of, you know, things are even I wouldn't say they're more predictable, but um, they're more kind of, um, they're more well, I guess, thought out or organized almost. Um, the reason for that is because, you know, for these companies, structure and hierarchy and um, organization, that's that's almost a requirement for the existence of said large company. Uh, whereas in a startup, you get the opportunity of making things almost however you want. For example, one of my responsibilities is to help build the internship program. But w with that opportunity comes a risk, right? Because uh, what if you get things wrong, then that's on you. And um, some of the mistakes I've made, uh, once again, back to the question of mistakes, um, that has like, you know, slowed down the team too. So um, it's kind of it to to kind of like help someone pick between two of those options. It's it's honestly like once once again where where your mind is you know where do you think you are in life um, are you set for an adventure or or you want more stability so um, I don't have a preference on that for me when I took on drawbridge I knew that was going to be a huge adventure um, still is right now so but then who knows what I want you know maybe in six months two years three years five years yeah. No, that's a that's a great framework for thinking about it. And then just more broadly, uh, what advice might you have to students, particularly um, underclassmen who are just thinking about planning their career or planning out mapping out the next few years of their life just based on what you've learned in the past four years? Um, yeah. So my advice for those who um, 
still are looking around and still exploring is uh, to kind of not focus on the career and the path too much, but on the different role models. So um, for my friends, um, some of the upperclassmen that I know very well, um, some of the younger, um, you know, like maybe mid thirties, late thirties professionals that I know also, um, they've been my big role models. So I imitate my choices, you know, around what they've done and what made them successful. So um, for, I, I, I also used to think that, you know, like to be successful, let's say in your career in finance, um, I have to follow a certain path. So, you know, build up your resume, uh, get that big junior year internship, and mm -hmm. then, um, you know, like just worry about it later almost. But now what I've done is, you know, I try to pick, you know, the idea, the mission, the work environment. Um, I don't even care too much about the business model of the company that I'm in. So for Drawbridge, for example, I did not expect that I'll be working in environmental consulting at all. Um, but like, once again, you know, it's still the best opportunity. So um, yeah, does that answer your question? Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, that, yeah, that's really helpful. And then just to uh, wrap it up, if, if you were to be able to sit down with your freshman year self, maybe four years uh, in the past, what are some, some of the things you would tell him? Um, yeah, so uh, what I would tell myself is, um, so I'm in an incredibly privileged position to, to be able to, you know, fully enjoy uh, my four years, now five, fifth year at Northwestern. Um, I know that, you know, that part is stable. So um, I would tell myself not to worry too much about diving into the hardest classes possible, just chasing, um, chasing role models um, in kind of almost an unhealthy way, things like that. Mm -hmm. And to kind of explore a little bit more, you know, when, when we pay so much for a college education, um, I pretty much don't think you pay for the classes, you pay for the people and the environment. So I should have enjoyed that way, way, way more. And then um, other, other things too, like, you know, other very specific advice, like, you know, sometimes you should work harder, sometimes you should focus more. Um, those things get, those things pay dividends down the line. So um, you know, um, have, have that in mind too, that w if you want a lot of success, you have to work hard and you have to stay focused. So, um, just very basic advice, but it's so valuable now that you kind of think about it. Yeah, I think that's fantastic advice. And uh, I do think it'll be helpful for any current students, especially underclassmen listening to, uh, to this podcast. So thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and, uh, thanks for coming on Johnny. This has been great. Yeah, no problem. Um, once again, thanks for having me. Um, then, yeah, for those who think my advice should be helpful, you know, thanks for listening to the podcast. Um, hope you learned something. Awesome. Thanks.